0: Hey guys, it's Kathy. I'm just popping in with some extra episodes this week because I'm doing a free workshop and I want to make sure that you don't miss out on the good stuff. So we're going to put some of that here. I'm really excited because we just opened the doors to Made to Do This. Made to Do This is the most amazing program that we've ever done. It is the program that will help you take this incredible idea and turn it into income. It will help you turn your passion and your purpose into prosperity It is 12 weeks. There is a regular gold level, which has so much in it. And then there is a VIP level. In addition to all of the usual gems that we teach and made to do this, you get a version of Abundant Ever After if you join the gold level and you get the full version of Abundant Ever After if you join the VIP level. Abundant Ever After is the program where I'm teaching manifestation and meditation and how we can elevate our energy and become a magnet. So not only are you gonna get all of the action and all the strategy in me to do this, but you're also going to get all of the spiritual work and the energetic work so that you can really move from a different point of alignment. That's when you really have everything firing on all cylinders. If you wanna join, you can get in there now. There is an additional $4,000 worth of bonuses if you sign up by Friday night. Those bonuses include 50 hours of extra coaching with me, phenomenal program called Made for Millions, plus the confidence code and 8K in eight days, which you will love. Those bonuses expire Friday night and the price of the program goes up next week. So not only do you get those $4,000 of extra bonuses, but you also save $1,000. So sign up by Friday night. In this program, I will be with you for three months. And in this program, you will be with me live every single week for two hours a week, and we will move through this program together. This is not really anything like any online course that's out there. It's an interactive coaching experience. It is so transformational. It is my favorite thing that we do. I would love to have you in there. If you want to be able to turn around and say that 2023 was the best year ever, it's because you did this program. If you want to be able to say that 2024 is going to be your year, it's because you do this program. Come and join us. Go to kathyheller.com slash join. I cannot wait to see you in there. And our first class begins November 10th. But again, the bonuses expire on Friday and price goes up next week. So get on in there. We cannot wait to get started. It is time for you to actualize your potential. It is time for you to stop playing small, it is time for you once and for all to take the right action so that you can go ahead and say, I'm going to make my first million. I'm going to build a business that is me living into my life's work, doing what lights me up, being on purpose every single day. And then with that, you will be affecting so much in the world. You will be so much more fulfilled and it's time, it's time. kathyheller.com slash join. Can't wait to see you in there all right, well, here's a piece from yesterday's session. I hope you enjoy it. I'm so glad that you're back because we have a lot to talk about. And I hope that every single day that we're together, I hope that it's giving you clarity and I hope that it helps you to move forward. So let's begin with a little review, an important headline, and that is that you are needed. You came to the world because you're needed and you know it. On some level, you know that you are sitting on a tremendous amount of talent and wisdom and compassion and insight. And so let's remember that. You have been assigned. My friend Jamie Kern-Lima says something so beautiful. She says, God doesn't call the qualified. God qualifies the called. And I love that. And I feel like we all know on some level that we've been called to show up in a bigger way, to use our gifts And in the book, The Big Leap, Gay Hendricks talks about how so often people are playing in their zone of excellence, but not in their zone of genius, right? Like you're doing something and you might even be okay at it and you might have even figured it out. You can do it in your sleep, but it's not your zone of genius. It's not the thing that God created you to do. It's not the thing and you know it, and that's why there's something inside of you that's unfulfilled. And so we're going to go a little bit further with that. So I want to ask you a couple of questions, and I want to see if we can unpack this. Number one, just for fun, if you could switch places, and i just like of conscious, if there's somebody right now who has the career that you would just love, and you could switch places with that person, who would that person be? Would it be Reese Witherspoon? Would it be... I don't know the host of uh, the Today Show. Who would it be? You could switch places with somebody who has a career that you love: Annie Lennox, Kelsey Murphy, Oprah. You switch places with me, Rachel says. Kelly Clarkson. Oh my God, she's so great at that show. She's so great at what she does. Jennifer Garner, adorable, awesome. So, I want you to understand something. There are two pieces to the puzzle. One piece is what's going on within us and one piece is what's going on out here. So there's the internal world and then there's the world of action and they're both equally important because they both have to happen. They both have to be fully engaged and fully turned on and tapped in. So I want you to first understand something. Let's say you're going to paint in your house. What do you do before? you put the actual paint color on the wall. What do you do first? You prime the walls and then you can actually paint, right? Then you can actually paint. Why is that? Because then whatever it is that you put on the wall actually sticks. And so what we're doing, what we're understanding is how we can actually set ourselves up so that we can actually make it work and actually can make it work. And so before we go into learning a little bit more, I want to make sure that you are fully here, that you are fully awake. You know, the unconscious mind runs a program. It runs a script. You wake up, your alarm goes off, and within four seconds, you're reminded of all the limiting beliefs and all of your problems and all the things that you tell yourself are true. And what we now know about the brain is that unconscious program, it lulls your brain to sleep. You stop having the cognitive capacity to see clearly and to have insight because you're just in this perpetual habitual blizzard of all these thoughts that don't serve you. And so before I put new paint on the wall, I want to prime this so that you can actually really grasp and you can really be awake and you can really be aware and you can really hear the things that I'm saying. So I want to tell you a couple of things that maybe help to start to understand how we are wired so that we can tap into and harness that zone of genius so that we can live the life that we came here to live, that, that, that part, that dream that just doesn't go away. We want to wake up and actually actualize it. So how many of you have heard the story about elephants and ropes? And if you've been around me, you've heard the story, but it bears repeating. So the way that it works is if people want to take elephants into captivity, What they do is they tie ropes around their feet and the elephant will try to go. They'll try to break free. And what happens is they'll, they'll go as far as the rope will let them go. The rope is obviously tied to something and then they'll walk as far as they can walk in every direction. And then they'll realize there's a rope and they can't go further. Well, what's really, really sad is that eventually they realize they can take the ropes off the elephant's feet and the elephants won't try to break free because it's called learned helplessness. At that point, they don't even think it's a possibility. So they won't even try. So at that point, they can actually keep them captive without doing very much at all because they've broken their spirit They've conditioned them, right, as human beings who are trying to understand the way that we work and the way our minds work. So they put fleas in a jar, and the fleas would hop out of the jar. Then they put a lid on the jar, and the fleas would hop as far as the lid. And then they, like the elephants, would realize they can't hop out. So they would take the lid off And similar to the elephants, they wouldn't even jump out because they had learned helplessness. They had learned that there was a ceiling, so why even bother? So then what happens? These fleas had babies and the babies, the babies didn't jump because it was actually passed down. How sad is that? Now, why do I tell you those two very sad stories? I tell you that because we can learn something very valuable from that. When we continue to see certain things modeled, when we continue to repeat certain beliefs to ourselves, we tell ourselves that there's a certain ceiling and we stop even trying to reach beyond that. So it's important for us to understand this. It's important for us to understand this so that we can become conscious of where we've gone unconscious. And I want us to understand that so that we can truly have the energy that we need so that we have dominion, we have agency over our lives. So I want you to do something for me. I want you to visualize, close your eyes for a second, And I want you to visualize yourself living your best life, using all of your incredible gifts that you've been given. I want you to visualize yourself just having the most fun. And how does it feel to be free of all limiting beliefs? How does it feel to be using everything you've been given and offering that to the world And the truth is that on some level, you can open your eyes. It's hard to even picture that because we have been telling ourselves that it's not even possible for such a long time. But I want you to start to memorize how it feels and to start to picture that. What we need is we need bold courage. 20 seconds of courage every single day. 20 seconds of courage will give you what you need to go, and to do. What we often do is we make things so much harder than they need to be. What it takes for you to get paid to do what you love is to take the next right half step and then the next right half step after that. So I want to help open your eyes so that you can see. So first of all, I want to give you four categories that I have seen, I've interviewed over 800 people who have all kinds of businesses living on purpose and they all fall into one of these four categories and these, these can help us start to understand who you are and what you came to do. You can, these are the four types of businesses. You can make things, you can teach things, you can service things and you can investigate things. And let me unpack that a little bit. So what does it mean that you can make things? You can make cupcakes. You can make jewelry. You can make paintings. What does it mean that you could teach things? You could teach people how to make cupcakes. You could teach people how to make jewelry. You could teach art. You could teach somebody tech. You could teach someone Japanese. What does it mean that you could service things? You could be someone who does organizing for people. You could have a service where you make websites and logos for people. You could be somebody's physical trainer. And what does it mean that you investigate things? You could create a podcast. You could write books where you're researching happiness or you're researching what it means to be a conscious parent. You could host events where there's panel discussions and you are investigating a topic. You're investigating how to be more uh, plant-based in your life. You're investigating how women can get ahead in their entrepreneurial journeys. Those are the four different categories. And they all exist. If I asked you right now to go onto Instagram or to go anywhere on online and find me 10 examples of people making a beautiful living, making things, you could find it in five minutes. You could come back with a list and say, here's all these accounts of all these people who are making a great living, making things. If I said to you, I want you to go find evidence of 20 people, you have five minutes who are teaching things, teaching people to bake, teaching people to do all kinds of things, you could find it. And if I said, I want you to go find me the evidence that there's 20 people, you've got five minutes, show me people who do services, who create wedding invitations, right? People who are organizing people's closets, people who are helping prepare vegan meals for people and, and they do that service, you could find it. And if I told you, I want you to find, you've got five minutes to find 20 examples of people who get paid to just investigate topics like Malcolm Gladwell, writing books, He's not a psychologist. He's a curious person. He was a journalist who decided to start researching things. I wanted you to show me. If I I said, go show me evidence of people making a great living, like Gretchen Rubin, who's just talking about happiness and investigating what happiness looks like, you could find it. So being successful, and I want you to write this down, your greatest resource, it's not time. It's not money. It's not your contacts. It's your own resourcefulness. Your own resourcefulness. That is what makes you successful. And so I want you to understand that this is the key. Now, which one of those four types do you think you fit in? Do you want to make things, teach things, service things, or investigate things? Which one of those four things lights you up? Which one of those four things feels Great, I'm seeing teach things, investigate things, investigate and teach. Well, guess what? You can do multiple things. So when I was a songwriter, I was making things. I was making music. I was writing songs, right? Then I actually started a business where I was teaching creatives the business of making money from their creativity. So then I was teaching things. Then I started a podcast where I was investigating the topic of how do successful people make a living being on purpose? And so then I added that hyphen to my name. So you could actually do all four of those things or you can do two of those things. But the trick is starting off understanding that your brain has lulled you to sleep. It has told you a story like those elephants and that has to stop, number one. You wake up every day, you gotta become aware of that program. Number two, we have to start looking at this. It's not about working harder, it's about working smarter. It's about picking one of these four things and then saying, I'm excited, I'm gonna roll up my sleeves And I'm going to now see what's the next right half step. So how does this work? How do you build a business? So it's very important that we understand actually how simple it is. It's not complicated. It's that it takes tremendous courage to do these simple things. Let me say that again. People who come to me and think they have a business problem, they don't have a business problem. They have a courage problem because the steps are not hard. I'm going to say it again. They're not hard. They just require courage. So how do we create a business? I'm going to tell you in a few simple steps. The first thing you do is you give something away for free. You test it. This is what every single brand, every single company has done since they began. You give somebody a sample, you create a focus group, you give something away for free, you give somebody an hour of your organizing services, you ask them how they thought of it, what they liked, what they didn't like, how they would maybe want it better. The first thing you do is you give something away for free. You let someone taste the cupcake. You let somebody have a sample. That's the first thing you do. Then you take the feedback. It's not rejection. It's an answer key that rejection is redirection. That is a gift. You then take that. And then when you come back and you sell that first thing, let's say you gave somebody a a free cupcake and then you come back and you've improved upon it. You've taken their suggestions. Now you sell them one cupcake. Once you have one, one, let me say it again, one satisfied customer you've now done something called proof of concept. Proof of concept. When you have done one service, you've created one logo for one person who is satisfied, you have what's called validation. You have a validated offer. The first time I wrote a song and I had one satisfied customer and somebody was happy with what I wrote, everything from then skyrockets. And then you scale the business. So I want to give you an example. We had a guy who came through our world. And I had him on the podcast because he was keeping me updated in real time. And his name is Greg Franklin. And he started a business all around making cheesecake. Now let me tell you about Greg. Greg worked in a factory that made dog food. He lived in the Midwest. He Had a job where he stood in front of a machine for eight hours a day that made plastic bags for dog food. He was not fulfilled. He was very, very broken. He was depressed and he had children and he didn't see a way out of it. He said, he started to listen to my podcast. He started to see and feel that maybe just maybe he could find something else. And what happened? He said he was just going to try something. I always say do it messy just follow the whisper. And so what did he do? He saw on his Facebook feed, a recipe for making cheesecake. So he made a cheesecake. He had the courage to just try something, even though he was feeling so down. You know how hard it is when you're feeling down to just do anything differently. He made a cheesecake. And what happened? It didn't come out well because he didn't have a cheesecloth and he realized he actually does need that ingredient. So he went and bought one. The next day he decided, Kathy would say, make it again. So he made another cheesecake. This time he made two cheesecakes. And guess what? They were really good. But his family said, we can't eat both. So he took the second one down to the fire station in his little town in Missouri. And he offered it to them. A week later, he gets a call from the fire chief. And he says, were you the guy who made that cheesecake? He said, yes. He goes, it was so good. We'd love 10 of them. We're having a birthday party for one of our guys. Can you do it? He almost said no. He decided to say yes and he made them the 10 cheesecakes. They were so satisfied that he got so excited. He said, but what do I do next? And he just took the next tiny step. And the next tiny step was on his time off to make a few cheesecakes. Well, here's what happened. He started to take those cheesecakes into town and he would just ask people in the post office, ask people who were getting their hair done. Would you like to buy a cheesecake? He started selling some cheesecakes, getting a lot of satisfied customers. What happened next? He got fired from his job. He called his wife on the way home and he said, I just got fired. I need another job. We need to get health insurance. His wife said, no way. Don't you dare get another job. She said, did you see what Google said today? Google said today, you can't make this up. Today is National Cheesecake Day. Today, the day you got fired. She said, if that's not a sign, I don't know what is. I'm going to bet on you. We are going to open a cheesecake shop. They took their savings. They opened a shop that was 10 by 50, a little shop in town. They decided that if they could make the rent, they would keep the shop open. The very first day, the very first day, the line was around the block. They made three times the whole month's rent in the first day. He then opened another store and another store. Then COVID happened. They made mobile cheesecake trucks. They became huge. He's in all these grocery stores. I've talked about him in my book. He's in this book. Don't keep your day job. But here's the deal. He's got children and they see a parent who is a model. That is a model of somebody who's happy. What did he do? He took messy, creative action. He was brave. And he walked over to the fire station. And from then, he took the next step and the next step. We have hundreds of stories like that hundreds and hundreds of stories like that of people who come into my program and they start with one thing and they have the courage. We have this woman who took my program. Her name is Gail Keys Allen. She's been on the podcast. She's 65 years old. She's African-American. Her husband had left her for another woman. This is all public. She told the story on the podcast. She had a brain tumor. She recovered. When she came to me, she had this job she did not like. She was making $41,000 a year doing something she didn't like, working in accounting, just hating her job. She was so fed up after her husband left. She was so fed up after she finally got through this horrible thing she had, this illness. And she said, I'm going to do something. Now she's making close to $300,000 a year because she decided to take brave action. She decided to create a business on her own where she would help people that she knew, women that she knew to change their relationship with their money and with their success and with their finances because she did know a lot about accounting. She built an amazing business, an amazing business. And if she can do that at 65 years old with all the crap that she had to deal with, you can do it. What does it take? It takes waking up from this unconscious program. It takes waking up from being the flea in that jar. It takes waking up and then it says, okay, let me say this again. It's not hard. It's courageous, bold action. It's actually simple. It's actually simple. So we begin with what's the idea? Then we give it away. Then we get one customer that's satisfied. And then we find and scale that business from there. That is how it works. That is how it works. So half of it I said is what's going on in the action because clarity comes from action. The next step is revealed while you do this action. When I had Jenna Fisher on the show from the office, she said that as they were making the office, they were figuring out what the office was because we are building the engine while we're flying the plane. If you've ever done anything, you're planning a, a party for someone. My husband's having a birthday party this Saturday. It's like I started with like, okay, we're going to have it here. Who am I inviting? Okay, yes, I, I need a caterer. Who am I get? And as you do it, you start to figure out what the next, oh, now I need this, now I need this. The action tells you what the next step is, right? But the action is super important. But what's also really important is what's happening within you. Because you guys, we are energetic beings. People are not logical, we're biological. Everything is an energetic imprint. When somebody walks in a room, Malcolm Gladwell says in the book, Blink, you can tell in four seconds if that person has good energy. You can tell in four seconds if that person is high vibe. What do we really leave? What impression do we leave? It's not what we're wearing. It's not where we went to college. The impression we leave is the energy we carry. And so our energy determines how it's going to go. And so in my programs and even in this work, you've already been seeing it. I talk about this on the podcast. Why do we meditate in the second hour in the VIP room? Because the idea that we can literally manifest our lives is real because energy creates matter. And when we are coming from a high vibration, it cuts through the noise. We have an open heart and an open mind and we are all systems go and activated. There is a vibration that's coming off of us that imprints and impacts everything around us. When I started my business, when I started my podcast, every time I've started something, I didn't say, well, I'm going to try this. I, mean, I said, I'm doing this. I am all in. And when you have that all in energy, it's amazing the synchronicity that shows up because you are just a, a full fire hose of this energy. And so Matthew McConaughey was on my podcast. And it was so much fun to have him on. And the first five seconds, the first 20 seconds, the first minute, I said, all right, I have to get it out. Just let me get it out. I go, you're so hot. You're so hot. You're so I had to say I had to say it like 10 times so that I could just be with him because I was like, let's just call out the elephant in the room. But he's an unbelievable person. And what did he tell me? He said, do you know my story? I go, no, I want to know the whole thing. He said, listen to me and listen to me good. He said, I was going to law school and I was miserable. And I knew that my father, he wanted so badly for me to get that degree. And I just didn't want to break his heart. But one day he said, I couldn't take it anymore. And I called my dad and I said, dad, I'm quitting law school. And I'm going to be an actor. And his father was silent and he paused. And about a minute later, his father said to him, well, then don't half-ass it. That's what he said to him. Then don't half-ass it. And he goes, oh my God, I can't believe I actually said that to my dad. But listen, he was so happy that night. He said he'd never been so happy in his life that he was being authentically himself. And he quit law school and he decided to go celebrate to celebrate this courage. So he went with his girlfriend to see his friend who was a bartender at the top of the Hyatt Hotel. And they went to this hotel and they had a drink And he was so excited and he was beaming. He said he had never felt that much, that much energy in his life because he was liberated. And sitting at the end of the bar, there was a guy who had come to Texas and he was a movie producer. And he walked over to Matthew and he said, are you an actor? And he said, yes, I am. He said, great, I'm in town shooting a movie. I need an extra. You've got an amazing energy. You've got an amazing look. Will you come tomorrow? and be an extra in this movie he said absolutely so the next day he goes to the movie set he gets there early the director sees him and he says you got great energy and you you're a really handsome guy he goes uh what do you think of this girl she's one of the actors in the movie do you think that you'd ever in real life ask her on a date he's like sure yeah He goes, great. I need you for something. Can we test something? Can we try something? He goes, I want to put a mic on you. I'm going to put you in that car and I want you to drive on to the lot and I'll call action. And then I want you to just ask her out. So he gets in the car and he's thinking to himself, I've never been on a film set before. I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I don't know who this character is. And he just decides to go for it. And he goes, all right, I think this character is somebody who likes gorgeous cars, gorgeous women, and he's always smoking weed. And the guy next to him in the car had a joint, literally. So he goes, well, I guess this guy's got three things that he wants. All right, all right, all right. And he sends those words. They call action. He says, all right, all right, all right. And he pulls up, asks her out. And the director says, we need you in this movie. We're writing you into this movie. That movie was dazed and Confused. He got written into that movie. That movie broke his career, and then the next, the rest of the story is insane. He gets an agent. The agent says that they're doing this John Grisham movie, A Time to Kill. He says, "You got to get me an audition for it." He goes, "They're never going to read you for this part. They want serious actors. They want famous actors." He goes, "Get me an audition. Get me an audition. I know that. I know that book. I want to be in that movie." He calls his mom. He goes, Mom, they got me an audition, but not for the lead, for this tiny little role. She says, Matthew, listen to me. Don't you walk in there like you're trying to buy the place. Walk into that audition like you own it. You already own it. So he goes in. They tell him he's going to read for the small part for A Time to Kill. He goes, no, I prepared a monologue for the lead role. You got to let me read it. You got to let me share. So he auditions for the lead role. He gets the part. The rest is history. But listen, you decide your energy. Your thoughts decide your energy. Nobody is coming to do it for you. You have to be the greatest advocate. And how does that happen? Because you change. You change the film in here. You start to see it's all possible. You change, and then you start walking toward it. So, Can you make $100,000 doing what you love this year? 100% possible. Can you start this business and in 2024 decide that you're going to make your first million dollars? Of course you can. What did I say? It's not about resources. It's resourcefulness. It's about taking courageous action. It's about waking up every day and committing yourself to take the next step. And so this is what I do, right? We've broken this down. The reason we do a three-month program is because I work with you and we tell you what to do every single week and you do it and you get out of your own way and you take the next step and you take the next step and then you have a life that you feel you don't need a vacation from. You don't need to wake up from this horrible feeling because you're living this life that makes you feel so alive. And so half of it is taking right action and half of it is the energy where you become a magnet for possibility. And so what happens when you're in that energy? You're not desperate. What happens when you're in that energy? You're just saying to yourself every day, it's here, I know it's here, and we got this, let's go, wheels up. And people around you feel that energy and they start to collaborate with you. And the world starts to bring you closer and closer because you are that. So I want you to write down right now on a piece of paper. 2024 was the best year ever because, and fill in the blank. 2024 was the best year ever because why? Take a second, write it down. So if you feel like sharing in the chat, what did you write down? 2024 was the best year ever because you broke the rope that held you back because you started that dream business because you stepped into your alignment because you stepped into purpose because you were traveling the world because you got out of your own way and you did it because you started an artist community because you were bold and you took action yes Because you started speaking on stages. Because you made your first million. Yes. 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 Because you took charge of your life and freed yourself from your eight to five corporate job. Yes. Because you created financial freedom. One thousand zillion percent. If you want to look for the evidence of people who have done that, you will find it. And success leaves clues. And this is why I started a podcast. And this is why I teach a full program on this. Because... Now that I have seen so many people be able to do this, I feel morally obligated to help other people do that because it's within your grasp. You're not asking to own the whole world. You're not asking for something that's so ridiculous. You're asking to be in your zone of genius, living a life where you feel fulfilled and excited and solving problems and helping people with your gifts and making a great living doing it. That is your birthright but you have to A, start seeing clearly and B, start taking the right action. Start taking the right action. You know, my friend Alex Benayan, I mentioned yesterday, he wrote this book called The Third Door. And I mentioned yesterday his story about this woman from Teach for America. But I want to tell you something. This book, he interviews Lady Gaga, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, Maya Angelou. He interviews all these incredible people. And he asked them, How did they get there? How did Steven Spielberg get there? How did these people get there to where they are? And he decided to call the book the third door. Why? Because he said all of the people he interviewed took the third door. What does that mean? He says, well, there's always the first door. It's sort of like the analogy of people waiting to get into a nightclub and there's that first door and the lines just around the block. That's most people. They wait in line. Most people wait in line at the first door. That's not being resourceful. They just wait. The second door, he says, is for the VIP people, people whose last name is famous, and they just get on the list. Well, that's a whole other door, right? But he says the people he interviewed are people who took the third door. They didn't have a famous last name, but they didn't stand in line. Why? He says because every building has another way in. Now, he says, here's what's interesting. The hardest part, he says, is not finding the third door because we all know it's there. Here's what's so big about what he says in this book. He says, the hardest part is not finding the third door. It's leaving the line for the first door, leaving the line. Because when you have spent your life around people who stand in the line, you start to think it's crazy for you to go through the third door. You start to think, who are you to get out of the line and go to the third door? That's the hardest part, leaving the line. Because what did James Clear say in Atomic Habits? I said this yesterday. Who you spend time with is who you become. When you start to spend time with people who just get out of line and walk in the third door, you start to walk in the third door because you will see as you start to break through patterns, people around you who are stuck in their limitations will say, what do you think you're doing? Who do you think you are? Don't you dare go down that way. You know it's going to be all It's it's not going to work out. No. You start surrounding yourself with the people who say, you've got this. Because I'll tell you something. Everybody who you look up to, anyone who is incredible in their work, in their craft, they don't sit in because they were born to stand out. And so often, we are so afraid and I said this yesterday, we're so afraid of not belonging that we choose to not be authentic because we don't want to stand out. That has to stop. What had to happen for Greg Franklin to start his cheesecake business? He had to have the courage to walk over to that fireman and give him a cheesecake. And I'm sure he didn't have tremendous confidence. Every single person on my show, Bobby Brown, I'm wearing her makeup right now. She sold the company for hundreds of millions of dollars. Bobby Brown started with one lipstick, one lipstick. She walked into Bergdorf Goodman and she said, I have a lipstick. That's all she had. But she had a story. She said, you know, I've walked through these halls and I've gone through every single makeup department and here's what I can tell you. All the makeup here, all the makeup you sell, tells women that in order to be beautiful, they have to look like something else. She said, the makeup I'm selling, It's the same color of a woman's lips, just a little brighter. The only color palette I'm going to make is the same exact movement and shades that actually work already in a woman's space just to enhance her beauty because she said beauty is from the inside out. So she was the first person to make the kind of colors. In the 80s, people wearing bright blue eyeshadow. She said, no, we're going to make a soft pink lipstick because you're already beautiful. When I met her, I interviewed her. She said, Kathy, I would never cover up those freckles. I would find a way to enhance those freckles. She started with one lipstick color and she changed the makeup industry. It takes courage, but it's not hard steps. It's a courageous, bold, 20 seconds of courage that allows you to walk into that first store, that allows you to make that first podcast, that allows you to put publish on that first blog post. That's what it takes. And then the synchronicity shows up, because I will tell you, most people don't have the courage to build their own dreams, so they build someone else's dream. The steps are not hard. So then, in my program, we teach you, like, how do you price your first thing? How do you do this with empathy? How do you create a brand that tells a story of possibility? How does the brand alone give people renewed energy? How many brands have done that for us, right? And we sit over here and we're afraid to get into the game of business because we don't want to be a salesperson. How many people sell to you all day long and you love their catalogs? You love that they have those clothes. You love that they offer that service. We have been conditioned to stay in that flea jar because we're not operating with seeing clearly. Good marketing and good branding and good business moves the world forward and we can be a part of that. And here's the other thing. There are already people today who are that buyer. They're looking for it anyway. They're going to hire someone anyway to do photography for their daughter's birthday. They're going to hire someone anyway to make those vegan cupcakes. They may as well hire you. They're already there. You're not convincing them to spend money on hiring someone. You're looking at your market that's already there looking to solve that particular problem because they need something for their friend's wedding or they need to buy something for their house, or they're working on needing to learn something, and you have that thing that you can teach. This has to start to be crystallized. We have to get it. So 2024 can be the best year ever, but you have to decide to make a commitment that this is non-negotiable, that that six-year-old kid has been waiting too long inside of you, collecting dust with all of its dreams, and it's done. Life is too short. The stakes are too high. And I said it yesterday that Mother Teresa herself said it takes a checkbook to change the world. And if there are things that you care about and places you want to help, you need to get busy making your offer, get busy being resourceful so that you then not only help yourself and help the world, you then take pieces of that and you invest it into a vision of what it looks like to for other people to have their dreams and their freedoms we are going to do a couple things. We have giveaway winners. We're going to put up more homework today and tomorrow there'll be more giveaway winners. We're going to go deeper tomorrow and we're going to talk about money. We're going to talk about how you make money and we're going to talk about how you change the way you're wired to receive money because there's a lot there. And we will talk about it tomorrow. You do not want to miss tomorrow because tomorrow's day on money is so important. It is so key no matter what happens, whether you never hear from me again, you never listen to my podcast again, you never take anything from, you need this day on money to rewire how you understand it and how you start to make it. We need this. It's critical that we reframe and change that so that we can bring abundance into the ecosystem. We are all a conduit for all kinds of abundance, an abundance of love, an abundance of energy. We need to be a conduit. We need to be a conduit for an abundance of all things, including money. So in a few minutes, we'll be in the VIP room. We'll do a meditation and we will have some Q&A, but I'm going to read the names now of the winners. So day one homework winners, congratulations to all of you because here's the deal. Yes, you can win a little prize. You get entered into a giveaway, but the real prize is that you're starting to show up more by being engaged and doing homework for something like this. That says a lot about the fact that you are so ready to move to move that chess piece to the next place, to create a better next day, right? How we show up today affects what tomorrow looks like. So good for you for doing your homework. Okay, so the day one homework winners. If you are here live, you will get your Marc Jacobs tote. If you're not here live, we have backup winners to read those names because we want to reward the people who are here live. Tabitha Perkins, Mora Devine, and Margaret Moody. If you are here, congratulations. Let us know if you're here, you just won. There will be more winners tomorrow. And I will announce the VIP winners in the VIP room when we go in there separately because there's separate winners for people in VIP so that you have even different odds. And I'm going to have my team post the name of those people who won uh, the five people who won the $50 Amazon gift card for posting about this on social media. Oh, the Amazon card winners are Amanda Farron, Michelle Martson, Kelly Wevley, Angela Michelle, and Vivian Medrano. So you guys won your $50 cards. Congratulations. I'm so happy for you guys. We're gonna have more giveaways tomorrow. Tomorrow's homework, if you do your homework today, the giveaway tomorrow, you're gonna win a pair of Kendra Scott huggy heart earrings and a beautiful Kendra Scott necklace, the whole pair. Three of you will win that just for doing your homework. And there'll be a separate set of three, three winners for the VIP room. I want you to understand very clearly that there's a reason that you have all those gifts inside of you. And the other thing to remember is we make it so hard. We tell ourselves that we're so not qualified. What matters most to human beings is how much you care. What do they say? People don't care how much you know unless they know how much you care. So often, no matter what the business is, whether you teach someone piano or you're a photographer or you teach somebody how to do karate, 90% of it is your presence, your empathy, your warmth, how invested you are in seeing people. And when that is the thing that is number one for you, you'll figure out how to be the best organizer. You'll figure out how to be the best podcaster. But really and truly, human beings, they vote with their heart. We feel when somebody is present and kind and conscientious. And when we lead that way, it's amazing how quickly your business will boom because human beings want to feel seen more than anything. You make people feel seen. Then no matter what there is to improve upon, there's going to be grace and you will be collaborating with them as you continue to make things better and better and better. We will talk more about it and we will help you choose which one of these things is the right business. And then we will help you give it away for free. We will help you validate that concept. And then we will help you scale and build an engaged audience. It's not about having 5 million followers. It's about having a small group of engaged fans who love your bakery, who love your podcast. That is all you need. Because that engagement, that depth, they become your advocates. Every one of those people who is satisfied goes out and tells five people how amazing you are. Tell me what your biggest aha is from today's session. What is your biggest aha from today's session? We are going to post the homework. And in a minute, I am going to go into the VIP room. You can join us for that meditation and for the next Q&A hour. If you go to kathyholler.com slash upgrade, the biggest takeaways four categories of business. It's possible. Break the rope. One happy customer is proof of concept. Never been more excited to give something away for free. Third door. Leave the line. Exactly. The steps are not hard. It takes 20 seconds of courage. The elephant story. Yes. The steps are easy. It takes the courage. That's correct. We're going to talk a lot about that tomorrow. All about money. To understand how to receive money, how to make money, and how to become A conduit for more money, how to change the ecosystem, to change the economy and to be somebody who has a checkbook that underwrites good things in the world. Do not miss tomorrow's conversation about money. It is so important. Today was just a taste. Some people are already asking me, Cass, I can tell that you're my person. How do I work with you? I'll talk to you about it at the end of tomorrow a little bit. We'll talk about it more at the end of the week. But here's the thing, you guys. I am not everybody's person. Some of you need to learn from somebody else. Some of you need a different mentor. You need a different coach. That's the truth. But for those of you who feel like I am your person, you should highly consider figuring out how you can spend the next three months with me because this is go time. Because I am so sure of your greatness and because success leaves clues and the strategy to this Not only do you need to break it down into pieces, you need somebody there next to you to help you implement it. But there are many, 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 many other people out there who do this kind of thing and you should find the person who is yours. Don't just follow somebody. Follow the person who speaks to you, helps you see further because they speak your language. But if I am that person for you, you should definitely be with us for the next three months because. As you can tell, I am bubbling over. There's so much I want to teach and there's only so much I can teach you in three days. But I want to completely change the script in here. And then I want you to just start taking very decisive, clear, focused action every day. You give me 45 minutes of courageous action every day, I'm going to show you how to build a million dollar business. I need 45 minutes from you. That is full bars of courage. Simple, but courageous action. 45 minutes a day doing the right things. Not working hard, working smart. Not fiddling around on your website for 14 hours. No, forget the websites. Forget all that stuff. We need messy, courageous, bold action with love and empathy. And you can do that. So we're coming back tomorrow to talk about money and to talk about how you are going to make money and how you are going to become a conduit for money. And I cannot wait to do that. So I'm going to hop into the VIP room now. We're going to do a meditation. We're going to spend some extra time together, do some Q and A's. I look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow, do your homework. And we're going to do it again. If you take a screenshot right now and you post this on your Instagram and you tag me and you say one thing that you learned today, one, one feeling, one word, one anything, you can tell people to come join us tomorrow. There's another free day of this session. They can join us. If you feel like it's helpful, invite them. And then we're going to choose five of you and we will announce those winners tomorrow. Thank you for your comments. Thank you for your investment. Thank you for getting all of this. And share this with one person today. Go share this with somebody. Share what you just learned so that you can love another person into life, so you can help them open up and turn them back on because they've gone to sleep from this unconscious mind. They've just lulled their brain to sleep. And boy, does it feel pretty shitty living in that state. Let's wake everybody up. All right. I love you guys. I will see everybody back tomorrow.